Welcome back to the Pursuit of Creativity podcast. My name is AJ Cruz and I am your host. And today we are here with a good friend of mine. We've been friends for a long time. Um, We went to elementary school with each other and we didn't really talk a whole lot throughout high school. We kind of got into different friend groups. He was a year ahead of me. Um, And then just as of recently, within the past two, two or three years, we've managed to kind of rekindle our friendship. And now I consider him one of my best friends. We're sitting here with Friday Freed. Some of you guys know him as Christian Freed. Um, let me hype him up a little bit. He is a rapper. He's a musician. This guy is an actor. He's a screenwriter. This guy, this guy is very talented, and we're going to dive into that a lot today. But I want to talk to you, Christian, so say hi to everyone for me really quick. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's Got up? Blushing, he's like bro. Peter McKinnon. What's up, everyone? What's up? Everybody? Um, So he's going to be talking about his origin story. So Christian, kind of tell everyone about like your childhood, like kind of growing up, like what the family dynamic was up until now, like us Dope. sitting here right now. So first, thanks for the compliment. Yeah, dude, for sure. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so my origin story got me feeling like a comic book character right yeah. now. He's a superhero. Um, straight up. <laughs> but, uh, so I was born in Council Bluffs, but I always lived in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, I don't know, music was always just kind of a part of my life. I remember like my first couple bands was like Backstreet Boys, Lincoln Park. Word. I love Lincoln like Park. That. I remember, I remember way back in the day, I'd be home with my mom and she'd put on like the VHS tape. Yeah. And it was the Backstreet Boys, like music video, VHS tape. So there's like 10 videos playing. Were you the kid who like on MTV, like when it was playing, you'd be like sitting there in front of the TV watching that? Or no? I No, but I know my mom did that kind of stuff yeah. when I was... Yeah. Word. Because that's how, that's how we discovered the Good Charlotte, which was like one oh, of my yeah. favorite bands For sure. Ever. For like, sure. So, my music influences were always kind of strange. So, my mom, she was really into, like, the certain style of, like, punk rock, where it's, mm-hmm. like, Good Charlotte, Blink-182, and, like, the emo kind of stuff. Um, meanwhile, my dad was more into, like, Rage Against the Machine and Green Day. Green Day. You know, like... That's the way to Metallica, go. <laughs> right? My mom liked Slipknot, my dad yeah. liked Metallica. Like, there's just a different kind of, like... Yeah. As you can tell, I'm very emo. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, look very emo sure. right now in my for my polo sure. shirt. <laughs> right? But I never, I didn't actually start listening to like rap or hip hop till I was probably like 11 years old for okay. sure. Like my first rapper, my first song, the song that inspired me to rap was Many Men by 50 Cent. Word. And I remember hearing that and it was just like the hungry, the hunger in his voice, you know what I yeah. mean? And just the way he would like attack everything he's saying was so different. For sure. I mean, dude, the hustle. Dude. Like, you could hear it yeah. when he was singing, yeah. like, was, for sure. He was on a different level. Oh, yeah. And he was just, like, a beast. But, yeah, so I eventually, like, ever since I was probably, like, six, seven, eight years old, always wanted to be a rock star, like, in a band, you know what I mean? A rock band, metal band, whatever. But over the time, about 11, 12 years old, that started changing. I mm-hmm. started writing more raps, and I started listening to, like, Lil Wayne and Eminem and 50 Cent and stuff like that. And uh, by the time I was 13, I put out my first rap song. 13? 13, yeah. So Started young. Yeah, 2010. So. And how old are you now? I made it a decade. I'm 22 now. He's 22 now. So, so he started when he was 13, yeah. and he's 22 years old now. Yeah. Like, and that's like, that was like, so your first song, was that was that just like, like, did you know anything going into that first song, or were you just like, ah, I'm just going to try, and, and if it doesn't work, like, I'm going to try again. Like, how? what was your thought process when you, like, put out that first song? It was, it was strange. It was strange because I never, 
just writing raps was so different from writing like singing songs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For like rock vocals. So like when I was starting to write raps, it was like my first rap was over the many men beat. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, yeah, you can just look up like the instrumentals for songs. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that was a thing. So I just started like going over the instrumentals. And then finally, uh, a buddy of mine introduced me to like a website community called Shadowville. Okay. And they, Shadowville had like six in-house producers who would put their own beats on, on this website. Word. And the website was afloat on these producers. But there's also like a, um, like a little blog or like a little like Reddit area type yeah. thing. And in that, there's like just this community of like, like hip hop and like R and B artists mm-hmm. from all over the world, from really? all different ages. Yeah. Wow. So like I'm still friends with some of those guys from ten years ago. Really? You still keep in touch and everything? Yeah, some guys like my buddy Anxiety State, his name's Ty Stewart. Yeah. He like writes books. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to Anxiety State. Yeah, like he's from Canada okay. and I still follow his stuff. We still talk, so have you guys ever like linked up at all? Not in person. No, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's maybe gonna happen. Lots of collabs over Word. the years. Word. Word. Do you do a lot of collabs? Uh I used to do collabs all the time, like literally with anyone, everyone, but now I just kind of toned it way back because, like, life gets crazy. Yeah. And yes, it does. Like, just through all these years, I've been able to find my sound more and find who I am supposed to be collaborating with mm-hmm. on my own terms. And, like, it's amazing now because going on these tours, I've been on several tours over the mm-hmm. past however many years. Yeah. And... Like getting to meet different people from like San Diego for sure, and, like, and we'll get into depth that like yeah. all about that stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like, I think that's the coolest thing is just like people like they hesitate on taking those leaps. Like some filmmakers like they want they really want to make shorts right, mm. but they don't like they're scared that if they make the short and they put it out there no one's gonna like it you mm-hmm. know. And like some people I know, some musicians like they really want to go on tour, but they're too scared to like take that leap and go on tour because they feel like no one's gonna show up to the show or no one's gonna like their music and it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't think that stuff should matter. Like, just as a creative like myself. But, like, I want to dive into, like, the collaboration side a little bit. Do you think that, like, working with people, like, other artists, like, not even other artists, but, like, maybe other, like, beat like beat producers or, like, other engineers, do you think that's, like, a really important part of not just growing as an artist and finding your own sound, but, like, gaining some traction as well? What, like, what's your opinion? On, like, what's your opinion on collaborating? Do you think that, like, artists should do it? I think so, but I also think it's one of those things where it's, like, Take it at your own pace. Absolutely. You don't want to just, like, accept every single collab coming Mm -hmm. towards you. Otherwise, like, it it just doesn't feel good after, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you need to find something that you definitely like. But you got artists who are, like, J. Cole, Mm -hmm. who literally have had, like, zero collabs on their last three Mm -hmm. or two projects. And they went like four times platinum. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got Tech Nine, who is like one of the most famous underground artists ever, and he has like a collab on almost every single song. So, like, there's some people where when they put their an entire song written by them, an entire song sung by them out, and it's like their best work. But some mm-hmm. people just naturally work better with other people or on other people's projects. So. So do you think like, <clears throat> so, but basically what you're saying is like, that comes to like along with like the whole finding your sound. Yeah. Like you, you have to like, you just kind of have to like figure out like if you're the type of person to like collaborate or if you're the type of person where you're like, fuck it, I want to work on my own. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Like that type of person. 
And another thing interesting about that is like there'll be like an artist like this has happened to me many times mm-hmm. and like a lot of other people that I know, but they'll find someone that's super dope that they really like their music and then they link up in person and try to make something and they just don't vibe together. Mm-hmm. Like the energy system Word, yeah. there. But like they can go back and forth on email all day. You yeah, know what I mean? mm. it's up until you get face to face, right? Mm-hmm. I heard. I just heard this quote. Um, I was at an event the other day, and uh, the speaker. This is this is what the speaker said. The speaker said, "Network with people you have connections with. Don't just network to network." Mm-hmm. And that hit so far, mm-hmm. like so close, not so far to home, so close to home, just because it's like. Like, dude, you can reach out to so many people and you like, say if you wanted to work with like one of the biggest artists in the world, right? Which would be a huge opportunity. But it's like, oh, if you guys don't click, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know, like, yeah, it'd probably be worth it. Cause I mean, yeah, you'd get the exposure, but it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, are you even ever going to talk to that person again? Just because like they weren't, they were, they were a shitty person or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And excuse my language. Like, sorry for that. But it's just like, I don't know. No. I just always think like collaboration is cool because like in my field, like doing photo and video, like. I didn't collaborate very much at the beginning. I was a very like, I'm going to do everything by myself. I don't want anyone to like, be, like be around me, like being mm-hmm. with me on shoots and stuff. And like, you know that cause we've done music videos mm-hmm. together. Right. Never brought anyone on set with mm-hmm. me. Right. Thought about it, but I was just like, ah, like I just, I was at, the, I was kind of at a point in my career where I was like, I don't want people like overstepping and like mm-hmm. trying to tell me like how to like change like my creative like vision, like as far as a video or as far as like my photo should go. Um, and then I got a smack in the face with reality, realizing that working with a team is like the best thing that you can do because it's like it takes the stress off of you one mm. and just at bottom line, more like more minds, like just equal amazing product. Like it's just it's just a fact. Um, so then I guess that goes into like with your whole music career. Um, you mentioned so like you dropped your first project at 13, mm-hmm. right? Was that that was just a song, or was that like a whole like that album? That was a song. Th- there was a few songs, but I did put out a project, like a project project. 13, Word, yeah. but Word. it just it just you know that's one of those things that yeah. my first project yeah. didn't go anywhere. Yeah, dude. I mean, you were thirteen though. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's like it's like you just <laughs> you're just dipping your feet in the water. Compare like the I'm sure like the stuff you know now is just like like. Do you ever compare your work to your old stuff? Oh gosh. Have you ever I, gone back and listened to like old work? The oldest I'll go is like 2015. Word. So, Word, yeah, no, it's yeah. like, I just did that today, actually, where I went back and watched my first video I ever made for, I don't remember what the guy's name was, but um, he was, like, one of those, like, fitness people, and we, like, went to the gym, and we, like, worked out, and I was, like, watching it back the other day, <laughs> it was, like, the worst thing. Like spot it, I was, like, I was, like, that's trash, that's trash, I'm trash, yeah. like, everything <laughs> yeah. is, everything is bad, and I'm, like, comparing it to my work now, because just the fact of the matter is, is that, like, like I'll say this is that you keep your head low and you keep working, you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a fact. And I was like, I compared it to my work now. Like if I were to shoot a, like I just shot a workout video f- with my friend Zach and uh, dude's a buff dude, mm-hmm. big guy, mm-hmm. big, big, big guy. And I just shot a workout with vid- video with him and it was like the coolest. I don't know. It was just like, I love the video. Like personally, mm-hmm. like it was probably like one of my favorite projects I've gotten to shoot. And uh, like, it just like seeing that transition. So I'm sure like you with your music, like, Dude, the stuff we like, I, I've listened to, like I've listened. So he dropped a project. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to spoil this for nah. everyone because it's not really a spoiler alert. Good. But uh, he dropped a project called Young Ugly 2, Dose. Listen to the whole project when I start, first started working out in Lincoln from like beginning to end. Dopest project ever. You guys need to check it out. But we'll, we'll talk about that. I want you to talk about those projects actually. Tell me, tell everyone like kind of like about the trilogy that. Or like the trilogy that's like in the talks, in the talks. All right. So in 2015, I've always thought that there's like a very distinct like 
difference between an album putting out artists yeah. versus an album putting out mixtape. Word. In the hip hop world, it's different. Mixtapes are usually free, mm-hmm. and they usually just kind of like there's a mix. Yeah, I mean, and you taught me that. I remember asking about that. I was like, "What's the difference?" <laughs> yeah, everyone has their own rule. That's my rule. Yeah. Albums, I like to like press them for sale. Yeah, I like to like really show like this is who I am artistically, pushing mm-hmm. the limits. So I started I, I started a mixtape, and I released it in 2015, and it was Young Ugly. And it was kind of like a parody on like the SoundCloud world, the Word. SoundCloud rap world. The youngs, the young everythings. Yeah, the youngs, the lils. Yeah. It was kind of that. It was kind of like a parody on it. But it was like a sound that I actually kind of enjoyed and I could put a twist on it. So it was more like the trap, new age kind of style. So after that, I released the album, super talented producer, Benjamin mm-hmm. Blake from Omaha. He's super crazy. That was 2015, I put out the mixtape. Then this last year in 2019, I put out the sequel, Young Ugly 2. And it's following the same kind of direction, but I put a few different spins on it, kind of modernized it and fleshed out that kind of trap sound. I used more melodies, so I was singing more. And I really wanted to put like an undead type of theme around it. So that's where like the cover art came from. Dude, I love that cover art. Thanks, fam. Michael McDonald, art by paint dude, chip. Dude, crushed it. I yeah. I remember that when that first when you you were like showed it to me before it dropped, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> this is gonna be man. sick. Michael McDonald is a beast. So yeah, and then um, because I felt like it was kind of like the rise of Young Ugly once again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mixtape went out, buried him with the album, yeah. and dug back up with the second one, but. Oh, I want to close it out with one more, which will be Young Ugly 3. That trilogy. In the works. Yes! But it's supposed to come out before 2021. So okay. That's... So before the new year. Mm-hmm. So this year. Yeah. It is 2020. Oh my gosh. Probably probably like November, October. Word? Word. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. I remember I told you I was... I remember... So I have it on Facebook, but like obviously like we're like we're very close friends. And I remember, I remember seeing that post. And I was like, I love when my friends put up a challenge when they're like, <laughs> when they're like, I'm going to do this. I'm like, you better, you better do it. Cause I'm, I'm going to make, I'm going to watch you do it. And if you don't do it, yeah. I'm going to call you out on it. It's gonna I'm be like, you got to keep your word. You mm. got to keep your word, especially when you're friends with me, dude. And like, mm. and like, I expect the same thing from my friends. Like if I say I'm going to do something, you better keep me, mm. like, keep me accountable, dude. Straight up. Keep me accountable. I think that's huge, especially like in a creative field, like accountability, mm. like so many people front what they're gonna do am i right yeah it's it's it bothers me like it honestly bothers me a lot in the music world because i see this where people will come out and they'll put out like artwork for an album project and they'll have the entire track list but they don't have any beats picked out yep. they don't have any mm-hmm. lyrics written mm-hmm. and they're like music video come in mm-hmm. da, 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 here's the date and i'm like there's not even a song yet like <laughs> i'm like I like to just keep it all under wraps. Oh, for sure. Like, I don't even like to announce a music video until it's, like, being edited and, like, almost done. I'll yeah. have to announce a project. Absolutely. But this project's been in the works for probably, like, six months or so. Word. So, like... Young, young Ugly 3? Yeah. Yeah. Just Sick. stacking. Just so, like, stacking. once you finished Young Ugly 2, you were, like... I'm just going to start it. Like, I'm going to start making stuff. I've heard, like, samples of stuff, like, the beginning of, like, hooks and stuff. And, dude, I'm, like... I'm excited. Like, it was, like just being, like, friends and, like, getting a chance to, like, actually listen to your music. Dude, like, I've 
I've started to become like an avid um, listener of local artists mm. just because it's like there's so much, like you said, like underground talent mm. that like needs needs to get out there. Like I think like your music needs to get known. And I mean, I preach that because it's like and I don't bring people like on this podcast. And I don't plan to bring anyone on this podcast that like I don't genuinely think have something like to give this world because mm-hmm. like. I mean, and that, like, that's the point of it. It's like, it's like, like this whole, like the whole thing behind this podcast is to like, just be as raw as like we possibly can about like our situations. Like not everything's perfect as a creative, mm. not everything's going to be perfect. You're going to have your failures and you have your successes. And we talked about some of your, your successes, you know, you like dropped your albums, mm. like you got, I'm assuming you got some good flack, like feedback on it, not flack, but like feedback <laughs> on it. Right. Sorry. Both, yeah. yeah. You got Both. some flack and that's yeah. not bad though. Yeah. That's how it is, man. Like you have, like people are going to hate your work, right? Yeah. That means you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a crazy world now. You know what I mean? Like you're not protected from Mm -hmm. the words that people have. You know what I mean? Like it's all on Instagram. It's all on Facebook. Absolutely. Like, and it's like, it's like once you put, once you put the work out there, like you're just making yourself vulnerable mm-hmm. and like, that's, the, you have to be vulnerable it's, in this it's field. It's kind of a rush, man. Dude, you have to, rush. cause like you put it, you put a video or you put a song out and then it's like somebody comes back and they're like, dude, that song was shit. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen. Yeah. I've, I've, I've put out what I thought was one of my best songs ever. Mm-hmm. And I've heard both feedback of this is your worst song. And that was from like someone who used to manage me, like in a managing really? position. Wow. And then I've had someone say something about that same song where it's like, this is your most like character driven song you've ever made. You know Word. What I mean? Word. And that's why it's so important to like, just like let go in my mind, just let go and just like be consumed by your art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you gotta really care about it because it's those big leaps that like, in my in my head, like it's those big movies that aren't gonna capture everyone's attention. That the people whose attention they do grab, like it's there forever. You know uh hundred percent. I mean? like, it's just like certain pieces of art that just live for a long, long time. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So I guess like with that, we've talked like your successes. Like you went on tour, right? Let's You're talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about like when, when did you go on your first tour? First tour, I think I was fifteen. You're 15? I think I was 15 years old. So you were still in high school? I was still in high how old, school. How, what grade were you when you were, in, when you were 15? Uh, were you a sophomore? Um, I think I was a sophomore when I was 15. Sophomore, I was 15, but I was 15 when I was going in junior year. Word. So I think that might have been junior Was it the year. summer? Was it in the summer? Did you, were you like, F school? No, it was school. It was, it was school. during school. Yeah. You were like, I went on two tours in high school, and they were both like that. Word. So, the first one was uh, with how'd that the, play over? Talk to me about that. Let me let me hear this. It's strange. It was back when I was in a duo rap group. Okay. That did like more dark. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Like, stuff that I just don't even touch nowadays. Absolutely. So we we went on tour with a guy who went by the name of G Moski. He does mm-hmm. like he does very like old school Eminem like shock value rap kind of in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. The real some shady. Yeah. Stuff like that. So we went out there and then um. It's funny, I'm pretty sure that same that same trip, we actually had America's Got Talent booked, too. So we woke up at, like, 4 a.m. and went and did the tryout. It was, like... At 15? Yeah, yeah. Go you, dude. It Hell was, yeah. It was a crazy experience, dude. It was really weird. It was so weird. And as a 15-year-old with not that much performing experience, it was strange because you walk into this big room, 
after waiting in line for hours, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's all sorts of people, shape and sizes, people juggling, people doing crazy. Different talents. Yeah. Like, different levels of talent. Just completely weird stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, we go I did this, not know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we go into this big room, and it's, like, kind of like a gymnasium almost, and there's this big mat, and there's this table with probably, like, four people mm-hmm. and, like, a little camera set up, and they give us our mics. And we have probably, a, I think, a minute and a half to do what we were supposed to do. Word. It was done. And then we would get an email or call back weeks later. Whether or not you got it. What, like, dude, like, were you nervous? I was less nervous for America's Got Talent because I guess in my mind it was more just like, we're going to walk in and do this for a minute and a half. And there's all these people here doing their thing. Like Absolutely. But I like, wasn't as nervous. I was just... I was going to say... It was such a weird thing. Was did was there adrenaline at all? Was there any adrenaline? No adrenaline. Nothing. You were just like laid, like lackadaisical, not, like. Nah, it was kind of excitement. It was kind of excitement. Yeah. It was more. It was more just a mix of things because, you know, it was probably we got like maybe four hours of sleep mm-hmm. driving from here ten hours to Denver. Yeah. And then uh, waking up at four a.m., getting the whole crew together, going down. At negative, like, 26 degrees, you know, like... Yeah. And then um, while I'm standing in line, I'm thinking less about America's Got Talent. Mm. I'm thinking more about the show that's going to be happening. Yeah. The show that's going to be happening tonight and tomorrow on this tour or whatever. So America's, America's Got Talent was fun, but I'd say the most positive experience was the actual shows, you know. For sure. Going and playing the Roxy Theater. For sure. Where, like... I mean, not many people can say they did that. I mean, like, a lot of people can... I guess, like, the people who are there can say they did that, right? Right, right. But, like, right. It's... Yeah, take the leap. Yeah. You, you gotta, gotta try. To, you gotta do it, man. You gotta travel. And, like, it's those things that you'll never... You'll never forget. Is it just, like, invaluable? Like, it's priceless type yeah, like stuff? Like, sure. you can't... Yeah. yeah. Like, what Like what would you tell people, like, as far as, like, just trying? Like, it's just such, it's such a simple word. But people sometimes are just... And I mean this respectfully because, like, even I suffered from this. But it's, like, people are, mm. like, scared to try. Mm. Like, it's, like, it's just a fact. Like, and there's a lot of what-ifs that go with that, mm. you know? But, like, I don't know. Like, what's what, like, what would you tell people, like, as far as trying? Like, um, just, you gotta keep yourself surrounded with good people for sure. Like, like your friend group? Yeah, like, your friend group, your core, your core crew, like. And the family, too. Like, you got to keep yourself surrounded by people who also have goals, who are also, like, going and chasing things. Mm-hmm. You got to surround yourself with people who you know are smarter than you and more creative than you. Absolutely. And, like, to get over the fear, you just have to, like, really stop caring about what other people are going to say. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's billions of people on this earth. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like, more people are going to dislike what you have than more people are going to like it. But... You got to focus on, you, not even focus on the people who are going to like it, but just focus on your craft and those people will come. You know what I mean? Those people yeah. will see it once we start putting it out. And like, you got to have a love for the art, man. You have to love your art and you have mm-hmm. to value it. Absolutely. Have you ever heard the quote? And it's a very cliche quote and people are going to probably listen to this and be like, dude, I've heard that a million times. You are a direct reflection of the top five people you hang around. Have you mm-hmm. heard that quote? Mm-hmm. I think that is so true, and I think that's why, like, I have you in my, my – my friend group is small. Like, my close friend group is, like, unbelievably small. It probably is consistent of five, if not maybe eight people. Like, mm-hmm. 
but they're like, it's not people that I hang out with all the time. Right. Mm. It's just, it's people that I stay in contact with. I, they're my, like probably some of my closest friends and we'll grab a drink maybe once in a while. Mm -hmm. But like, they're all people who are chasing something, whether that's their future self, a goal, like whatever it is, or like they're trying to stay away from something too. Mm -hmm. Like those are the type of people that I choose to surround myself with because I like how you said that where it's like, you got to make sure you surround yourself with good people, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because like, I don't know, like it's just like, how, how are you going to get to like your goal, which is like letter A, if you're hanging out with D, E, and F, right? you know, you got to be hanging out with B and C. Like you got to hang out with the people closest to your goal mm -hmm. and keep climbing up there, right? Yeah. Or the people who are going to try and get you there. Like that's the thing. And people who got like unique skills and like perspectives too. Like, mm -hmm. like I make music. Yeah. You do film. Yeah. And like when we come together, like making scripts, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, dude. Like, for sure. For videos. Like it's good because we both have like these totally different perspectives absolutely on the art yeah and like once when they merge it's just dope like, absolutely it's super sick 100 percent. and i think my favorite part about this friendship is how how honest you are like if you don't like 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 seriously like if you don't like something like in a video like when we shot music videos if you didn't like something you'd be like i don't like that like let's oh, change it sure. like let's change it yeah. Like at least I remember like, and I like, and especially, but like, it's hard for me, like when I'm listening to your music to not like something. Cause like I said, <laughs> like I said, I'm a fan. I'm trying not to be biased. I'm trying to be neutral here, but it's like, I am a fan. And like, that's the thing is like, you make good music. And that's another part that I'm trying to get to is like, like if you, if you are chasing something, regardless of what it is as a creative and you genuinely believe in like Christian found his passion at 13, you might find your passion at 35. Mm -hmm. You might find your passion at 80. Hopefully you don't, but you might. When you find that, trust me, you'll know. Like you, it's not something that's forced. Mm. Am I right? Like, yeah. just even like as simple as like this podcast. Like this just came to me, and all of a sudden, my heart and like my my dreams and like my drive, like everything was just pulling me together just to start doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, and now it's happening now. You know, and it's like I never thought I'd be the person to start a podcast. I never thought I'd be the person to be in film or photo. Like I, I was in the medical field, dude, mm -hmm. like for a year and a half, mm -hmm. this is a year and a, uh, and a half of my life dedicated to, you know, helping people, which I love that. And I think that's a big part of like my character is just like wanting to help people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge. And I like, I can see that in you too. Like, even when it comes to like artists, like I've seen like younger artists reach out to you and you be like, you not even hesitate to either help them engineer a song or teach them something like mm -hmm. queasy. Like you took that kid under your wing, mm -hmm. like at least from what I've seen. Oh yeah, we just started a new list of tracks. Yeah, so you have to check that out. <laughs> the young homie Queasy man, he's killing it. He's only he's sixteen. He's that's crazy. He's, he's sixteen. Level. He's next. The level. kid's got talent. The kid's yeah. got talent. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But something, yeah. So like something I was thinking about was um like passion, like stuff like that. Like I found mine at thirteen with music. I'd argue like you know I like earlier I knew it was music, but yeah. I didn't start making music. A hundred percent. So like something I learned through like writing film scripts and all this when I'm like writing stories is that like even if it seems like the most out there crazy impossible idea like if you just if you just write it down like it has the ability to turn into something crazy absolutely like it's the same thing with like your passions and your hobbies and like things you love where it's like if you see something that you think is even remotely interesting or something that's like oh I kind of want to try that mm -hmm. it's like just do it because you might discover the thing that gets you going for 100%. the next 10 years. Absolutely. You know I mean? like, just do it. Like, bring it into it. existence. Mm -hmm. Just try it. Because, like, like, a thought's only a thought until it's 
in the real world, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. you have a thought, like you said, you have a thought for a screenplay or something, or like like mm-hmm. something you want to write, you just write it. Right. And now it's mm-hmm. here, and if you want to go back to it, it's there. Or one of the easiest things, like finger painting. Yeah, a hundred percent. Something like that. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. So we've talked about your successes. Um, and now here's the part that some people shy away from, and I know you won't because like, like we're, like, we're both very honest about like our failures, like the things that we wish we like could have done or things we wish we did. And we didn't, like, there are plenty of opportunities that I could have jumped on that I didn't jump on. Mm. Right. Um, as far as like, let's talk, let's talk about touring. Okay. So like for any music artist listening, like I'm sure if you are, if you're listening to this, you probably want to go on tour or you've thought about going on tour and maybe you haven't like, you've hesitated on taking the leap. Have you encountered any any failures while on tour? Like, of course, you have. Yes. Like, let me let's talk about them a little bit. Like, yeah. let's let's bring them. Let's can we bring those out into existence? Yeah. 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 So like, fail, yeah. I mean, it's just gonna happen. Like, literally, it's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the way of the artist. What's your insight on failures? Like, how how do you how how do you respond to them? Let's go. Um, let's go right there, really quick. I used to just get really distraught. I used to be really like discouraged, like hard on yourself. Yeah. Same. Super hard on myself. And it's still kind of the same way where mm-hmm. I would blame myself and still to this day I say it's my fault, but it's not, it's my fault. Dang it. Why am I stupid? Mm-hmm. It's my fault. It's time to figure out what went wrong here mm-hmm. and try to figure out like how we're going to fix that so it doesn't happen. Absolutely. So like, just like when you're on tour, there's things that just happen as regional artists yeah. who are going on your first few tours. Like. Not every show is going to be packed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to make that much money every single show. So, like, there's some shows where, cool, we, we got a cool show on the weekend. Yeah. And there's about 60 people that did not know who we were that were in the building listening to our music. The next show might literally have three people in the crowd. Really? And you're just, yeah. And you're just going crazy on stage for these three people. So you still come out with the same energy regardless mm-hmm. of if there's three people or 60 people? That Yeah, and that's... That's huge. That's something that I also learned from a lot of older artists. That's huge. Through my teen years. That gives me chills. Like, that's literally giving me goosebumps right now. <laughs> that's like, crazy. Dude, like, that's that's huge, you dude. You have to because... You just have to because it's like... I started to think of it as, like... Think of, like, when you're on a movie set or a music video set where you're there giving all your energy and there's one person there filming yeah. you. You know what I mean? You're acting like you're in front of a crowd of a thousand and there's one dude behind a camera trying to make you look cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From someone on the side, you might look like an idiot. But that's just what it is. Like That's that's just how it goes, man. The tour life is a gamble until mm-hmm. it gets to a point where it's like... Until it's not. You Yeah, until it's not. Until you are like booking almost sold out shows, getting upfront paid... Shows, yeah, one hundred percent. Do you think anyone? Who, okay, so like, let me let me phrase it like this. You've heard the like the phrase "hard work beats talent" when talent doesn't work hard. But like, is it a mixture of both? Do you think you have? To, is it just talent that can get you where you need to go? Can you just work really hard but not have the talent? Like what? Like what do you think? Like as a, like just as a music artist, it's like a big color wheel. It is a big color wheel. Yeah. Like that's what, I agree with that one hundred percent. Because it's like they're like you said, like there's people who are like super talented just naturally, and they can just boom. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's been, like, I'm sure the best singer ever of all time, the greatest singer ever, probably didn't want to be a singer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how some things go. So, like, it's a mix of, like, having talent and then on top of having talent, having potential that you can form into a skill. Absolutely. And then on top of that potential, it's got to be hard work. But in hard work, there's, there's subcategories where it's, like, 
your hard work you're working hard because you're dedicated you're working hard because you love what you're doing mm-hmm. you're working hard because you care about like, what you're leaving behind absolutely so it's really just like a big color wheel of multiple different things you gotta be interested and like and some people for some people they're obsessed you know what i mean yeah it's just how it is like that's not a bad thing though the mad scientist. The man. mad scientist. Some people get sucked <laughs> into their craft. The first time I heard that ever be said was from you. Dude. And I think I say it on a daily basis <laughs> now. Like when I'm at my computer, when I'm at like work producing whatever it is, like I'm always like, I'm the mad scientist. The mad scientist. The mad scientist. It sounds dope. Seriously. It sounds sick. I love it. So like with that, like with um, tour and everything, like pursuing a music career, pursuing any career, especially when like everyone wants to be, or everyone like I, I surround myself wants to be somebody. They want to be an influencer. They want to be a musician, a filmmaker. They want to be a dancer, like whatever it is. They want to be somebody and they want to... They want to like make that impact, right? Mm-hmm. But there are sacrifices that come with that. You know, I've I've experienced like having to sacrifice a lot. Like obviously time, like it's like being an entrepreneur. Like, you know, some people put in 40 hours, 40 hours a week. We probably put in, and I don't mean this, I mean this as, as humbly as possible, but it's also like an educational point. We probably put in 60 hours a week, mm-hmm. if not 70. Like just because it's like you, like you go to work, you make your money and then you come home and the first thing you probably do is like grab a snack and go mm-hmm. start doing something. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like a really bad day, then you probably take a nap, right? <laughs> Sometimes I'll take a nap. A fat nap. <laughs> Sometimes I'll pass out on accident for like six hours. But it's like yeah. that whole like putting in work outside yeah. of it. Like there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it. Like for you, I guess like what are some of the sacrifices that you've experienced over the past? My math is horrible, but almost like what? Nine almost. years? 10 years? Yeah, almost a decade. Almost a decade yeah. of doing music now. So it is strange. Something you said with like how many hours yeah. like artists and creatives put in, like I'd even argue like it's even more because while you're at work, like I find myself always thinking. A hundred percent. My mind is literally. Totally agree with that. Art, bro. Like, and I know it's like the same for people like you yeah. and like everything. You did like, you become consumed. Yeah, like TikTok is yeah. like an artistic social platform. Hundred percent. So I'm, like you're on it. These people who are on TikTok. Yeah. These people who um you know like so just putting in all that time you know what I mean even 100%, if you don't yeah. mean to. Absolutely. I'd say one sacrifice can be some sanity you know mm-hmm. like truly sometimes like when people get obsessed with their craft you know like it keeps like it keeps people up at night and some people think that's bad but some people like it's such a rush and it's like yo like i'm inspired to live every day like thinking about what my craft is and like this is my purpose another sacrifice though would probably be obviously like if you're an artist it's gonna be money, you know what I mean? Like artists usually naturally just we struggle with finding like a job, a quote unquote normal. I know, uh, yeah, your day, your day to day, yeah, it's mm-hmm. day to day, the eight to five, yeah, nine to five, eight to five, yeah. Some it's just rough for a lot of arti- artistic types, but I mean it's it's the world we live in these days where we gotta figure it out. You yeah, know what I mean, there's a lot of different avenues. Absolutely, especially in like a country like this where we're able to like make music and we're able to like shoot people's films and weddings and we live in a good country dj parties you know what i mean absolutely we live in we live in a country with opportunity and not everyone can say that like that's just that's just a fact and it's like 
have you ever, have you ever had like any like relationship type of like sacrifices? Like how has it affected like mm. not even like doesn't have to be a girlfriend, but like friendships yeah, or something for like sure. that. Or like, a girlfriend would be even more interesting. Yeah, like significant <laughs> other sacrifice for sure. Like yeah. family, friends, because a lot of people don't realize like you know I, on my last tour, you know I go on my last tour a few months ago and it bothers me. But some people will say vacation, and I'm like it's not vacation. Because I'm literally working every second of this tour, not at home, and I'm missing my family, I'm missing my friends, and I'm driving myself nuts on my phone. Because it all means the world to you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to give up your relationships to pursue something you, like, you love. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to give up one thing you love for another thing you love. No, you don't, man. Like, Like, and a lot of, a lot of, I do find that being, like, a lot of young people's mm -hmm. thing where it's like... They feel like they got to give up relationships to pursue their art. Just say true. Just say it's not always true. Some people work better that way, but you gotta figure that out for yourself. You can't just, you can't just be willy nilly with things like that because it's people's feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't burn bridges if you don't have to. Right. You know. Yeah, like relationship, relationship wise, there is some strain. You know, just being apart from people, mm-hmm. spending, knowing how much time you need to spend on your craft, balancing out with how much time you spend with these yeah. people. Stay organized. <laughs> yeah. Stay organized. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to stay organized. It's just like. And that's another thing that's so hard. It for is. so it's, many artistic types, yeah. too. Like, But, like, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's probably one of the most important things as well because it mm-hmm. sets you up for success. Like, mm-hmm. if you come into a day, like, if you wake up on a Monday and you're like, hmm, what am I going to do today? Like you already lost, right? You know, like you got to know when you wake up. All right, I gotta, I gotta work on this song. Like I gotta finish this song, or mm-hmm. like I gotta work on this video, or I have to learn this recipe, or I have to learn this move in my dance, or whatever you have to do. Make it a have to, mm-hmm. not a I should do. Because mm-hmm. if you do an I should do, it's already, right? It's already a, it's already a maybe instead of I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and I think that's just, that's huge. Like that's. I like how you were, I love how you said that, like, you, like, you can't, you shouldn't give up relationships, like, and, like, the fact that you're on tour, and, like, it's not a vacation, like, this is work, this is not, like, playtime, you know, like, (laughs) right, it's, like, I'm sure, like, you work hard, you work really hard, and then you play hard, right, because you, because you deserve, like, you have, like, if you work hard, you deserve to play hard, Mm -hmm. you know, but, like, when you're out there, like, it is work, and like you miss your family, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's family. You miss your like your friends or like if you have a significant other, you miss your significant other. Like it's just I don't know. It's mm-hmm. you don't have to give up relationships to yeah. be doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And another don't. thing with yeah. touring, yeah, like another sacrifice that just popped in my mind. Yeah, like, sleeping like like being sleepless. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean. Legitimately <laughs> being sleepless. Like, I love not that. Not being able to find somewhere to stay for a night, so you gotta pass out in the car. Dude, you know what I mean like. It's real. It's literally, it's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's like, people are like, dude, you're crazy. And it's like, no, I'm committed. (laughs) Maybe a little crazy. I'm a little bit crazy probably, but but you're committed. You need some of that. You You need need some, some, you need some crazy. You need some belief. (laughs) You need a dream. You need a, you need Mm -hmm. something to grab onto to pull you to the Mm -hmm. next level. Like, it's just a fact. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that, dude. Love that. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. All right. So like, let's, let's talk kind of about the future now. So like we talked about young, ugly three. Mm-hmm. right what are your goals for 2020 talk like what are your goals and how do you how do you plan on achieving them 2020 2020 um musically 2020 um i'm focused on the cover band mm-hmm. the tribute band which is um 
I'm a vocalist for tribute band Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory. A Lincoln Park experience. Lincoln Park. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. R.I.P. But um, so we got some cool shows lined up in Omaha around then. Word. But um, our goal is to do a show in Chicago mm. at least this year. Um, I want to so go to Chicago. That'd be neat. Huh? I said, well, I want to go to Chicago. We should go up together. <laughs> Come with. Let's do it. We're gonna just do it for for shits let's, and gigs. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll make a little adventure blog. Well, let's do something. it, dude. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. That'd be sick. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. A hot dog. For sure. <laughs> what other goals do you have? Um, for Friday, the FR exclamation point. D-A-Y. I love that. I thought that was so cool when I first saw that. I was like, hell yeah. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. It was a twist. So for Friday's for Friday music, um, I'm doing a collab project with, um, someone I met in San Diego mm-hmm. on the Young Ugly 2 Absolutely. tour. Um, who goes by the name Acacia Komodo. Yeah. In Acacia Komodo. Sounds like a samurai. It sounds like somebody who would like chop your head off they, if you like say their name wrong. You pronounce their name wrong. <laughs> Komodo is actually one of just the most dopest, most kind, chill but strange people I've ever yeah. met. Like um yeah, Komodo makes what they call a uh, trap grunge. Okay. And they do almost all the recording through like a guitar pedal type okay. thing. So it's just it's just different. It's not a sound that I've heard from anyone. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of mixing a punk grunge hip hop sound. For sure. So just something weird and experimental. So gonna have that out by summer. Shooting for July. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. And then um Young Ugly Three to cap off the trilogy in around November. So putting out those projects. Also, one of my favorite local bands here in Omaha is Altura. Mm-hmm. And um, I do some music with them. And I really want to get back on stage with them this year. Cause last They're very year, good. Last year, they had a killer year. Yeah. Like they, got a, they got a new guitarist. His name's Sean. They uh, released a music video before the end of the year that was just nuts. So yeah, just hopefully getting on stage with them again, maybe doing some more tracks with them. But. How are you gonna stay accountable with those? With uh, how do you everything? Yeah. Just how do you how do you plan to keep yourself accountable aside from having your boy right here? Oh, for sure. Breathing down your <laughs> neck every ten seconds, be like, hey, you doing that? Hey, you doing that? Hey, you doing that? Like, mm-hmm. like with Altura, it's just about getting up and linking up. Me and the lead singer, uh, Sean. Me and him link up quite often. We always talk like music. For we sure. Always talk life. But um, Hybrid Theory, you know, we have our weekly band practices. Those are going great. We're preparing for, I don't know, it sounds like we got maybe three shows this year for sure that we're looking at doing. So just getting together every week and doing that. And, like, that's another thing. Like, artists, young artists, you've got to keep consistent when it comes to practice. Absolutely. You have to practice your craft. You have to practice. If you're, like... If you're an author, you're going to talk about writing this book. You're going to talk about it, but it ain't going to happen until you start writing. Start writing. You just start it. Mm-hmm. Bring it into existence. Bring that bring, bring that conversation full circle, right? You have right? to pursue. You have to pursue. The creativity. The man. creativity. You have to pursue the creativity. It is a pursuit. It's a journey. Right. It's a way. Of, it's literally, it's mm-hmm. a way of life, especially if you're in this, if you're in any creative field. Yeah. So if you're, if you're, if you want to make movies, man, go out, practice some film. If you want to. If you want to do this tribute band, you got to practice. For sure. You know, so all about that. And then um, music with Komodo. Um, we stay in contact almost 
on a day-to-day basis, just throwing ideas out and so many different sounds to explore from both of us that it's just, it just doesn't get boring. It yeah. just doesn't get boring. So yeah, for sure. That's like most of the music I'm working on right now is with Komodo because it's just what's most fun to me right now. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Why not go after things that are different, you know? Yeah. Dude, I love this. And I think this is I think this is a good place to kind of come up to a stopping point. But I want to kind of cap this off with like one last thing, right? So I think this is a super interesting question to ask everybody. And um, I'd ask you, what would... You know, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you Christian. Or we can call you Friday. Which one do you want? Christian's fine. Okay. Yeah. What would Christian say to his 13 year old self? Like what? Like what? Like if you could give maybe either some piece of advice, or like if you could give some word of encouragement. Like if you needed, if you even needed a word of encouragement, what would you say to your 13 year old self who just dropped his first project, dude? Just keep, just keep following what naturally comes you know just like keep making the sounds that naturally happen keep writing the words that naturally come out keep practicing keep getting better don't stop and do not get discouraged by what other people have to say because there's always going to be someone out there who has something not good to say Mm -hmm. and there's just no way of getting around that you gotta get you you gotta get thick skin you know what i mean absolutely knuckle up keep going knuckle know it, up know what you're doing it for don't be a butterfly <laughs> straight up no know what you're doing it for yeah know? absolutely like, know your why yeah know, know your why. why you're doing it mm-hmm. and big fan of that it should be because you like you love absolutely. doing it like, if you haven't found your why yet it's not something you look for mm. it's not something you look for I don't I, at least I don't personally believe that it's cause like I spent a big majority of my life trying to find my why trying mm. to find a purpose of like and I feel like us as millennials trying to find a purpose is literally what we're all about. Like mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out what we're going to do in this life. And um, yeah, dude, it's like, you can't, you can't go out and find your why your why will come to you as long as you put yourself out in the world. I think that if that, if that makes sense, it's like, just keep trying things. Like you're, you may be sitting here and being like, I don't know what I'm good at. Go try something, mm-hmm. go try and be an actor. You, you won't be good at anything. You might, you, you won't be good at anything right away. Mm. Right. Like everything takes practice. Right. Everything mm-hmm. takes practice. You might, you might do something and be like, yo, I kind of have a knack for this, but you're not amazing at it. Right. But then you hone that and then you get good at it. Like mm-hmm. when I started doing photography, I was like, oh, like I can, I can kind of take photos, but like this doesn't match up to like anyone else I look mm-hmm. up to, you know, it's like, but now I'm like, it's my full-time job. Right. Like, see, it's like, it's, you, you just got to practice, keep your head low, but like keep, mm-hmm. keep keep pushing yeah and don't let your talent fool you you know what I mean? yeah no don't absolutely. let your raw talent fool you because your swords need sharpened yeah you know what i mean absolutely like, no matter what you need to hone your skills and 100 like, become well-rounded because that's what that's what makes i don't know in my mind that's what keeps people legendary like people who are so skilled and so talented when they first begin but they don't let it go to their head. That way they have time to hone and really shape that. Craft. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Christian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I seriously like this was one of the top 10, like meaningful episodes that I've gotten the opportunity to shoot yeah. just because it's like, we're, we're such close friends. We've known each other for such a long time and I'm such a believer in what you're doing. And I want you to keep Thanks. doing it. I mean, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'll tell Same everyone. You, that. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for listening. If you're still hanging out with me here on this episode, 
Um, if you aren't or if you want to suggest this episode to anybody else, don't forget that you can find us on all things social. You can find us on Instagram at Pursuit of Creativity Podcast. Go give us a follow. Go give us a like on our posts. Go look for um, any posts about this episode because it's going to be up there probably pretty soon. Um, you can find us, uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. You just type in The Pursuit of Creativity. You will find us and you will listen to us. I'm saying so right now. I will speak it into existence. <laughs> Bring it to existence. <laughs> Bring it into existence. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to leave you here with this. Always remember to work hard, be patient, and pursue creatively. You guys have probably heard that a ton of times by now. But I will see your guys' beautiful faces in the next episode. Peace out. <laughs>